Hello and welcome everybody. Hopefully you're having a great goddamn day. Happy Monday, the 4th of April. Uh, we've had some obvious developments over the weekend that we'll be going into today. We'll be talking about a little bit of the stock market and our thoughts of what's been going on. Today we have Jay, we have Pio, and yeah. So let's let's just kind of go over the rough go of Bitcoin and kind of the cryptocurrency stuff over the weekend of what we've seen and then we'll kind of go on from there. Bitcoin has absolutely hit a bit of a hit a bit of a wall in the short term. We have since gotten slapped back down at that 47 48k level playing between our 618 which is on a 4-day basis sitting around 43 42. Um, we're actually in it right now on the daily at 45. So uh, the very it's very likely that what we're seeing here is just, as we priorly talked about, is just still a higher low. Um, we never made it down into those 41, 42, 43 regions on the first dip, right? We only got to about 44, 300, 400. And you know, really like it was, it was so quick, so fast, so overnight that absolutely it feels like we need a little bit more consolidation at this level, maybe a little bit lower to just, to just be so sure to be a hundred percent certain that we're bouncing, we're finding the higher low, we're getting the continuation into the weekly. Our midterms, uh, as of yesterday's close have started to, you know, we were looking really great until about an hour and a half before the close. It was like the 12 hours, oh, reconfirming back up. Oh, the 16 hour, reconfirming back up. Oh, the eight hour and the, the daily look super healthy and strong. And then the bears came in and just like kicked out their feet. So we've definitely got what looks like midterm continuation for a little bit longer. Um, I'm very much not worried about the overall of this um, until we start to see our mid macros and macros change again. Um, because they've just changed, they've just turned up. We've had good amounts of volume, and this is to be expected. You know, they're always going to try and fake you out before the real move comes. We've seen our hundred percent of out of you know a lot of these altcoins. They're pulling back to their six one eight levels, and from there we'll see where we go. But for now, I'm I'm not expecting Bitcoin lower than like forty two. I could absolutely see us taking one more step down into that 4142 on a wick um closing candles should stay above that level um it's going to come down to is the daily actually going to tc down or not um i would like it not to obviously just to be more confluent in what we're seeing but uh it's been pointed out by a couple other youtubers and people um essentially some sort of wyckoff accumulation phase we are essentially playing around at the level of what was resistance now hopefully acting as support at this 45 44k level because over the last couple of weeks uh, like like i just said we've been seeing it top out come back down retest retest again rejection come back down and retest now we've broken above we're retesting that level obviously these wicks can wick down into 43 42 that's all good and dandy i would like to see our closes stay above 45 but that might not be in the cards we might end up coming down through into closing into 44 on a four hour daily basis, but it should turn right the heck back up from that bit of another W formed out here. So 
we would like to hold the structure of the handle, essentially, or the playout for that W pattern. Butterfly, whatever, that should keep us in line with what I'm saying, 42, 43, being the lowest, you know, ish we can go. And then getting a higher low, turning everything back up. That plays out the divergences that we have here and continues us because the altcoins, you know, they're looking strong. They're looking good. Like they they really haven't been falling to the degree that Bitcoin has. So definitely we're going to need to see how this week develops. I was hoping for more immediate strength in this first week of April, but this is okay. Again, we're right at the end of what could turn into something new and you know, be for the next six months kind of deal. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm cool with taking a week to just make sure that everything's good to go. We've consolidated, we've found the higher low, yada yada yada. Um Jay, do you have anything you want to add? I see you're sharing your screen. I would like to let me let me look. Yeah. You you want to partake in yeah, my screen, I do, do you? Sticking right in there. Dude, I'll tell you what, man. I'm uh I'm finding it easier and easier to like I think I've pointed out this fib poll um Fibonacci poll from 69,000 down to 33,000. I point it out pretty much every time because I'm trying to it's the it's the kiss. It's keep it simple stupid. Sometimes just the most simple things, you know, can provide great opportunities and give you so much information. So, what I have here is on the left side of the screen I have the daily and on the right side I have the four day. And Basically, you don't even need any indicators here to kind of tell you what's happening. Of course, indicators help if you know how to read them and if you do the TC strategy and all that, right? But just based on this alone, you can see that we pushed through this 382. By the way, you'll see I have a, uh, a horizontal ray just above the 382 here with an alarm set. So my thought is because we bounced off this 0.5 fib at about 47.7, we'll say. And we tried several days in a row. And you can see on the four day, it was a perfect close below, right? On both times, tried, tried. And then finally, we gave it one more attempt, but the bears said, nope, we're selling this off. So you can see the, the wick right up to the previous candle body at 47.5. Wick there, sold all that off, closed all the way down, and now we're here. So there's obvious sell pressure there, which... Makes a lot of sense, about 47.4. So that's also where our monthly is pretty much too, right in that range. So we've got that resistance there, but just looking at the, the Fibonacci alone, the 0.5 is really rejecting. Now I want to see what happens at the 3.82. Now that we finally got through it with more power, you know, we didn't, we didn't really get rejected on those previous highs a couple months ago. But like we broke above it momentarily every time, but we would come down below it eventually every time. So I want to see what happens when we come back to the 382 at about 43.7. It's been my target for like over, oh gosh, it's probably been a week now or something yep. like that. So still waiting for it. It's that patience game. You know, sometimes these take a while to play out with those higher time frames pushing up. Eventually they kind of work themselves out with the lower exactly. time frames. Like it's almost like we worked, we tried to work it out too fast the first time and it just didn't have the strength at the time and now that it's kind of consolidated here for a bit it's like well we didn't we didn't really get enough time to be sure that that level you know we just kind of tickled it and jumped back and was like ooh, 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 right stuck our toes in the water how can you get a good anticipation view of what the water feels like if you're just sticking your feet in it it sounds like sentiment man like so 
every time we got up to 44,000, the last couple highs we did throughout the you know start of 2022, and we would drop back down in the mm-hmm. 30s. It's like people weren't ready for that price, right? It's all the sentiment and mentality. But now that we've been there again and we bought it up above it, people are now seeing this price as acceptable, right? right? And then you get your support because people are like, okay, fine, we're back here again. Now I guess I'll buy. But before that, that bearish sentiment was still taking over right. every time. I think we need to see this another higher low. We haven't really gotten another low since this push up. You know, it was like a $10,000 push up and we still haven't really gotten a low. So I'd be curious here. I don't think the I don't think us dropping down to forty five thousand is going to be the low. You can see that we got bought up pretty good though with this wick, um, this buying wick right here. I mean, like pretty much, you know, all of this resistance here, all of these here, we wicked down to it and it got bought up. That was like a two. That was a that was a three thousand dollar pump off of that. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if we get back down there again and we get that buying pressure that we're looking for. I think we're absolutely in the same boat. I want to see a little bit more retest into that zone before we're confirmed high or low. You know, played out these divs as quickly and as efficiently as possible. Isn't isn't sentiment interesting like that though? Because now it's like people are before forty three. Oh, I'm selling. Now it's like ooh forty three. Should I be buying? You know, like it's funny how the sentiment can change so quickly. But it, at the same time, this did take a, several months to flip. So it seems like it just mm-hmm. happened, but in reality, sentiment has been changing for a few months now, slowly but surely, right? As indicated by the fear and greed index. Absolutely. Yeah, it's always a slow go. Even if you have those initial, you know, those initial push-offs, it is usually going to come back. Um, DNT is a good example, you know. Um, the 20 cent level was absolutely maxed to the tits, like 100% BBWP. Um, completely, you know, it hit all the fib stuff, the four hour was maxed out, the daily was maxed out. Um, you know, great indicator of take profit, please. <laughs> and uh and look for continuation after it finds itself a higher low, right? Hundred percent six one eight continuation. And we're very much looking for the same thing in lo- in the local Bitcoin action, you know. Our pull here from this $10,000 move, 618, should be sitting around 4243. Exactly. So it just kind of lines up with too many things not to make sense. You know? Well, absolutely, we'll see. We could totally wick into 40, maybe 41, too, if we're going to close candles around 42, 43. So keep that in mind. You know, um, if we turn right around here, even better. But Coming back into those levels and finding mighty support would be a very good sign for us going forward. We pretty much have, you know, all this room in here. As long as we don't close below like 38, essentially, we have a higher low. It could come at 40. It could come at 42. It could come at 43, 44. Pretty much any one of these levels is going to give us a higher low if we come down and turn around at that, at this, this fib, this fib, this fib, or the 618. So. We'll see. The best thing, the most bullish case is that we hold closing candles above 45, above the 618. If we get one below and then we turn right back around, that's fine too. Um, but that would be the most bullish case. The mid bullish case would be the high, you know, the higher low and the continuation. And I don't really see a bearish case other than the midterm. Like this div, you know, if we were to get to 42 and then get a converging wave to 45. Then potentially we could be revisiting closer to the bottom of 40, 
Um, but it would be a it would be a three step deal rather mm-hmm. than just a one step and turn around. Pretty much as long as the weekly is doing what it's doing. And uh, I'm 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 thinking about this just like we normally would with like the hourly and the four hour and whatnot. Okay, the four hour TC's up. Do you just enter right away? Well, you can, but typically you look for the the time frame below to give you the re-entry, right? Maybe that pulls it back a little bit and then you get the better entry. Maybe that's what's happening here is we may have weekly. However, at the same time, we're looking for the better entry based on the smaller time frame. Absolutely. Absolutely. Exactly. As long as those trends don't change, nothing in the macro is different. We're just kind of working out some midterm, shorter term stuff. This is absolutely a-okay. Take that wolf macro <laughs> quick. And what do you think? Just looking at it from here, it's, you know, it puts in lower highs, lower lows, or higher highs, higher lows, just like the price action, right? Until divergence changes, right? So you see how we're kind of curling just a little bit on the weekly there now. Maybe this is the start of the higher low, and then we kind of bounce off the zero line area. The altcoins are kind of reacting here. Uh, Link, KDA, One, Luna. I mean, they they're really they're really holding compared to everything else. Like they're they're holding quite well. You know, Luna especially still sitting at that one fourteen level. Yeah, it kind of tells you what's over what's uh, overbought and over or, or not too. You know when. Like some of them, you know, like GRT is down 7%, Engine is down 7%, DNT is down 6%, you know, and a lot, Algo is down almost 7% compared to Bitcoin, 1.5%. So it's kind of telling me what is overbought currently. If you were to look at the Bitcoin valuation on those charts, you'll probably notice a trend where they're going to get a pullback. It's time for Bitcoin to take over those just for a little bit, maybe. But in the same in the same regard, they're still looking healthy. It's just a, a natural pullback that's needed. Absolutely. And the point, the fact too, is like they pumped prior days, you know, they 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 done like pumps beforehand. So they kind of like they caught, you know, you look at the ETH BTC value of the last week and it has, you know, it shot up. It shot up a shit ton. The value in dollars didn't go up that much, but, you know, ETH was gaining traction against BTC that whole time. So even though BTC consolidated and it made the dollar value look like it wasn't going up that fast, the the BTC value again, or the value of ETH against BTC was climbing like crazy. Like we we pulled like 10 or something, 15% out of a week, which is kind of crazy in when you think about it of like total ETH value. That's billions, billions and billions into that space. So yeah, the altcoins are absolutely like grabbing traction every time they have a chance. You know, Bitcoin kind of gets silly, goes sideways. The altcoins rally a little bit. They're they're catching up in their BTC values. They're they're gaining more Satoshi value while BTC's kind of dicking around. That's a good thing. That's what we want to see. Let them build their independent strength so that when BTC does come back down. They don't get affected as hard, right? They make higher lows. They continue to come to points that they'd already been at rather than new points lower. Yeah, Pio, are you still around, my friend? Yeah, and I just um, completely kind of mirrors, I think, where we're seeing any correlation with the traditional markets. Um, looking at the NASDAQ, SPX and stuff like that, state side, I think they all look a bit flogged out. Um I think a bit of exhaustion on both sides of the market. So um, everything I'm kind of looking at looks towards maybe consolidation for a few weeks. Um, no higher highs, no lower lows, even on the, the kind of midterm p- time periods. 
Um, and I, I just continuing on from what we were discussing earlier in regards to kind of you know the next phase of the market probably being to the upside and you know or reading that as a bit of a, an exit liquidity pump. I, I just posted a chart in the sessions chat, and it's um there's a lot of these indexes out there, and a lot of them are complete and utter horse SH1T. But this is a rather interesting one about the cap, uh, cap, capitulation index. And, you know, it's been backtested pretty well. And it's, it's really kind of showing at the moment like that. If you're expecting financial cash <laughs> next week, next month, you know, you're, you're probably going to get faded by the market. There, there's, you know, I do believe there's another leg in it until interest rates, especially for institutional buyers. You know, you can see this in the housing market, but you can see it in the stock market too. If big players can get access to cheap money, you know, I, I don't think it's when they're exhausted, when that cheap money doesn't become available, hopefully in a slow sense, through central banks actually being responsible and bringing interest rates up. Um, the hope is it won't be in a catastrophic way because looking at the, the amount of leverage in all markets right now, you know, if we have a debt crisis, it's, um, yeah. Alex Jones might have been right all along. I know, right? But like, <laughs> I don't say that too well. entertaining as well. Hey, this this filter out the craziness. Stick on some of the other stuff. This dude's looking to be a lot more right than a lot of people. I think for you know, it's the whole people are smart. The person is smart, people are stupid kind of thing. I think people are smart, you know, they can look at everything, kinda of go look ooh. I think the world needs a bit of a economic, you know, reality check. And like I'm not a doomer in that sense. You know, we were looking at the chart last week, long term chart on what was it again today we were looking at you were looking out to even twenty forty. And the end of this decade looks spectacular and it'll be technology driven. But I think people are smart and they can kinda of get a sense now that like look, yeah, things a lot of valuations are off, but collectively, um people wanna extend or romanticize reality. You know, and they don't want to deal with reality. And usually reality deals with people, you know, collectively. Um, I definitely think the crypto space is going to sail through a storm a lot better than a lot of traditional stuff. If if things start to get really, really, really rocky, but we're so far away from that and we don't have any confirmation of of shitty seas yet so there's nothing we need to worry about at the moment but always always know in the back of your mind what the possibilities are what could happen but you're not banking on those coulds and woulds and shoulds right never ever we'll definitely we'll have to see how this run goes I'm not worried about the stuff in the midterm uh yeah just pull back realistically should not get us lower than 42 and if we do, it's on a wick basis, that's fine. The daily might end up TCing down and we might just either invalidate a day later or reconfirm back up without invalidating. We'll have to see. But, you know, it's just midterm, short-term shit. As long as the macros don't change, we're still looking good. The bullish sediment is still here. Like I said, Wyckoff accumulation, it's looking like uh, very likely that that's where we're at. And we just, as long as we get higher lows and we continue, we're good. Everything's all good in the hood. Anything else, Jay, P.O., you guys want to say before we close this thing off? I think, um, I think probably the takeaway for the week for me from, from what you've touched on and how it's just played off, you know, 
what you've been touching on in the last few sessions. So to remind the audience, like there, were, there was quite a long while where Potato was like, don't touch any shitcoin, Bitcoin only. And the calls you gave in the old coins have just been so good. And I think the, the strength we're seeing in the old coins now is, is really going to, like you're seeing them pump on bounces. Did not come down as much, and Bitcoin covers. You can go sideways, and oh, you're just seeing green across the board. So you're seeing them pump on bounces. Did not come down as much, and Bitcoin covers. You can go sideways, and you know, you're just seeing green across the board. So absolutely, we've we've talked about that in the last session. Ethereum and the alts tend to lead the way when things get themselves into this type of you know structuring, like. ETH is absolutely, like I said, gaining against Bitcoin. The alts, even right now, Luna's pumping. We're almost at 115. You know, they're using the opportunities of consolidation to push themselves farther and farther ahead. Yeah, they get dragged back once in a while, but it's a light tug compared to how far they just got. You know, they're taking three steps forward, one step back with Bitcoin. Three steps forward, one step back. That's a very good sign. Very good sign. Ethereum looking super freaking healthy. Luna, Link, EOS, LRC. Like, yeah. And absolutely, there was a time when we were not, you know, we weren't touching them because we didn't have the macro stuff on our side. Now the macros have shifted again. I feel comfortable with these, you know, with what we're looking at, what we're getting into again. And that's all it is. Comfortability's back. As long as that doesn't shift, we're good to gear. <laughs> All right. For any of you guys listening out there, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, RSS feed, we appreciate you. Hopefully you guys have yourself a great rest of your day. Make sure to go over on YouTube and check us out. Crypto Potato. Uh, Discord link is <laughs> crypto-yams. Discord.gg slash crypto-yams. Easy peasy, my friends. Safe travels. Safe trading. Have a great rest of your day.